The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of eat sleep list your home for list making right here on the network at bicbp-radio.com my name is matt johnson one of your hosts and today i'm joined by my favorite curly haired just 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 human being curly favorite curly haired human being all right he's he's the best i love him to death Love him to death. I'm grateful to have him as a co-host, uh, Mr. Dan Torres. I appreciate your intros every time you do them. And I'm glad I'm your favorite curly-headed person because I feel like mine are superior to a lot of people's at the same point. It's just the texture. <laughs> it's it's nice. Especially when I get to hug you in person and I just get to like, like I mean, not that I've ever done that, but like I'll be like, yeah, tap on like the Like see the twist and yeah, that's, you know. In high school, that was a thing. Like the first girls that I ever started talking to, it was because they like wanted to like play with my hair and chorus and stuff like that. So it, you know, it, it it makes sense. It's always been a subject of conversation in a lot of ways. Oh man. See, I didn't I didn't have that luxury. I didn't have the hair luxury. That's like a that's like a plus. Yeah. That's you know, so maybe gone soon, but we'll see. We'll yeah, see. you were saying you might uh give a little buzz. Yeah, but I'm I'm waiting to see if I get the approval for the, my next show that I do uh, to see if I can cut it all off. But I see. if I do, then fingers crossed. We'll see. Yes, we shall. Uh, yes, we shall. We've been killing it on this show the last, I mean, Jesus, forever. I've really like loved how the depth of our topics um, that we've covered. I feel like it, we're it's it's not. We, we've hit some really like we hit some really just nice reflective ones, right? We've had some, mm-hmm. some fun nostalgia ones. We're doing movies, we're doing music, we're doing memories um, and so much more. Uh, today I wanted to do one that uh, I guess it could be uh, what I call it's the, t- it's the, the, the universal language list, but it can be covered up as something or, or disguise. It could be a disguise or a cover for basically just stuff. We love to talk to people about Um in general, I love communicating with people, uh, the right people. All right. I'm kind of intrinsic in some cases where I don't necessarily always want to talk to um, uh, people sometimes, sometimes random folks. But there's, man, there's something special about finding a, a, a common ground or a subject that you can, a, a relationship, a friendship, uh you know, something can really blossom from. And I think a lot of more people need this nowadays um, because we're all just, not all, but so many people just, uh, the world is ugly. It's not a great place. And people yeah. refuse to talk to each other on a disagreement of one thing when, you know, that one thing could be hindering uh, a relationship about seven other things, you know? 
um, which is great, which is what the world needs. So uh, I've had a lot of experiences with, with interacting with people, making friends over this sort of stuff. So, um, so I always really, really love to, to hear what people, how people connect with others um, as far as, as far as likes and interests. So that is what we are presenting to you today. This is the top 10 universal language list. Um, Dan, you ready to make this happen? I absolutely am. This was a fun one to go over because I feel like the way I approached it was if I met somebody that I had never met before in my life, and it was just me and him in a room or her, you know, whoever, uh, in a room together, and I needed to connect, how would I connect with this person and what subjects would I use? And I found it relating to life. Like I really do this with people a lot. So this was a fun one to really craft because I feel like this is a lot of ourselves. Yes. Yes, it is, man. I, I did too. I, I, I struggled for a couple of, uh, not like struggled, but there was a couple of them I'm like, ah, oh, this is this how I did. I probably like had eight strong. And then I had like the last two I had to kind of think about, but, um, but yeah, I was really, really happy with the way this list turned out. Um, Me too. So. Yeah. I am ready when you are, my friend. Let's get to it, my man. Let's kick it off with your number 10 universal language. This is going to sound so weird, and it's going to sound like the most cliche thing ever. And that's why it ends up at my number 10. But my number 10, as far as subject matter to connect with people on, is seriously the weather. I know everybody is like, oh, okay, like, this is like your typical thing you ask in a room where you don't really know the person or whatever. But here's why talking about the weather is such a good thing is because you open that door and most of the time it leads to conversations about why you do or don't like to go outside, what weather you do or don't like, and the activities that you do within that weather. When you talk about warm weather, you talk about you know things you would do in the summer, going to the beach, uh, different sports you play when the weather is warmer, uh, stuff like that. And you get to know a person a, a lot through those things, finding out if they like bike or not. If it's winter, maybe they uh, say, oh, I stay inside and kind of like watch TV, start connecting with TV shows and things like that. It really is such a good jumping off topic for any scenario. Um, and it's a lot more than what it sounds like when it meets the eye. So the weather comes in at my number 10. I love that. I, obviously, there's a lot of unexpected stuff here. But, man, the weather is a, such, it's such a great icebreaker um, to, to start any conversation. I can't tell you how many conversations with people at work that I've started. I thought, oh, it's looking real rough out there today. And it just, you know, or it's it's super hot or, man, this snow won't go away. Um, and that's led to even bigger conversations. So that's a really great pick is the weather one. They say that, like, you know, from, from a communication standpoint, that's one of the best ways to strike up a conversation. So this is that is a that is a elite level pick, my friend. Very good on that one. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. My number 10. I am going to go with this one started just recently, um, but it's really anything with with personal growth. I love to to meet new people, especially, you know, I mean, anybody. Uh, but, man, I like to talk to people who kind of got their stuff together, too. It really helps uh, with a conversation. We had a guy at work uh, at our 
place not too long ago um, who we talk about, you know, we, we discuss things like uh, he's big into stocks and, and owning residential property, stuff like that. Now, it's not something that I'm gonna, I would ever dive headfirst into, but it's always really nice to kind of pick their brain as to why they do it and how to go about it if, you know, I was ever curious. They always say that it's, you know, it's, it's really good, you know, financially to, to own, own property. You know, we obviously live in, uh, or our studio operates out of a property owned by your uncle, who also probably owns half of North Tonawanda, from what I hear. A uh, decent portion <laughs> of things, yeah. At least, yeah. Three, at least, at least half. Um, <laughs> love your uncle to death. Uh, you know, and, and just everybody could, you know, tends to say, make your money work for you. Stuff like that, financial growth, or whether it's being a better person. You know, I've talked a lot about some of the books I've read over the last uh, several months to help me get through a lot of the funk and, and and just where I was at in life. And it's I don't have that unless I have really good conversations with people. I I, I love those. I really do because they're usually deep conversations. They're usually meaningful conversations. Um, there's not a whole lot of like, like sometimes you, you try to converse with somebody and they're like, yeah, 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 or nah. These are like, there's, there's an actual conversation happening. And I learned so much from everybody around me. Um, and I really do. I really love to have those personal growth conversations. So whenever I can find somebody, you know, whether it be, um, you know, uh, I almost said an adult at work, like I'm not 30, almost 32 years old, like, like somebody who's like been at my job for a while, these very just wise people who carry themselves well. I love to have personal growth conversation with them. And I do almost on a weekly basis and has done nothing but good for me. So personal growth, people trying to be better, trying to outgrow their current situation. Um, that's an important universal language to me. That's something that I think everybody, um, not just, not just within our own circles, but everybody around the world is trying to really trying to do um, is, is, is to do better. Um, than where they're currently at. So personal growth conversations comes into my number 10. I love that. That's and anyone that we've had to because we've had those conversations in the past about sure like you know, being stuck in places and things like that. You find such a nice connection in those moments with people like a nice relation. Sometimes it just takes a weight off your shoulders being able to have those with people. Yeah, because I mean, honestly, too, you can't have some of those conversations with a lot of the, a lot of people with, with just anybody. Sometimes you can't like you can, but you can't because some people don't know to, how to some people just really don't know how to converse about such things because it's not something they're interested in. But, man, if you find somebody you hit it off with on a deep personal level with personal growth, it's a really rewarding dialogue. You know, like you said, you and I have had great ones. I've had great ones with people at work, um, you know, people at all sorts of uh, ages, uh, you know, ethnicities, distinctions, financial situations, whatever it may be. So, um, yeah, it is it is tremendous. So what do you got for number nine, buddy? My number nine is going to be I don't know. There's there's definitely a weather relation in this, but it's travel. So I absolutely love traveling, whether it be, um, you know, two hours away or or two continents away. I love being um, anywhere new and seeing new places. And I love to know what people have done as far as 
travel in their personal lives because I think that also says a lot about somebody, yeah. right? The th- the hobbies they like to do when they travel, the places they like to see, what kind of climates they like to go to, what kind of attractions they're into with certain things. Sometimes people go traveling because they follow bands and like just happen to be in the places because they do that. Some people like to, you know, surf or do different things like that. So they go to exotic destinations based on like the things they like to do. And um, it's always cool to hear about where people have been. And if you've been to a common place too, there's an easy common ground that comes from that because then you find a great connection in those moments. Uh, You recently went to Nashville and we talked about um, both our experiences in there because uh, we've both been there before. Vastly different experiences, right? But it's cool to to hear those types of relations. You can relate uh, in those ways, you know, in finding those common areas and those memories in your life that you may not be able to relate to about that. So I love to hear about people, where people have been. I love to hear about where people are um, dying to go in their lifetime. So that's why travel makes my number one. That's I mean, that's another really great one too. Um, Man, it's really fun too. Uh, if you've ever been to a place and then seen somebody you know, you've been so, you you gone somewhere far away and seen somebody you know, and there's like a, a, a that's kind of you know that's a connection right there. I can't tell you how many times I've been in Disney World and and seen three or four just groups of people that I know that from home. But you are right, you know it's 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 really cool because you know it, I, when I was bringing up Nashville ahead of me going, you know you discussed it. Um, other people were like giving me pointers and stuff and advice. And I was like, man, and, and you just, you just pick their brain uh, on the, you know, on the, the, the local, the area and see what they liked. And, and you try to make your own, you know, make your own game plan with it. So travel is such a good one. Um, I have a couple sp- like specific, I have one specific destination on here that I'm a freak about, but travel in general is is so cool. It it is really neat to to just have those just have those talks. You know, what did you do? What did you do? What you know, what would you like to done and to have done amongst other things. So travel is a uh another really good choice for you, Dan. Good good one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. My number nine. I'm going to put um I'm gonna put nostalgia in general here or the good old days all right uh basically what this is is i used to love being a kid and i wouldn't like i'd go play with my cousins and stuff but as i got to be like a teen i loved hearing my parents discuss the good old days right what like what things were before right old family stories um uh you know, businesses that used to be around. And I can relate to people with that. I've had a lot of good convos, and, you know, just in the middle of conversation, somebody's like, hey, you remember, uh, I don't know, uh, you remember Kahunaville? That's my spot, right? Kahunaville yeah, yeah. at the Galleria Mall. I'm like, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I love that spot. Or, or hey, you remember going to this arcade and at the Summit Park Mall? I'm like, yeah, we can strike up a conversation about that stuff. Nostalgia is really, really good um for for that it's another thing it's like travel i guess and where you're you can speak be speaking on past experiences and 
you know, if, if the conversation is going really well, you can talk for hours and hours about things that you used to do, right? The things that, uh, the way things used to be. Um, I've always enjoyed that. I really have, as I said, just numerous stories about, you know, my, my parents, you know, uncles and aunts, just how they, up, you know, grew up or, or, and I'm a big sucker for old, like old, like technology and, and old, like reminiscing about, oh, remember when we had a, you know, CD players and having to do the batteries and how big they were, you know, I, I live for that stuff. I really, really do. Cause nostalgia feels good. It's comforting. It's comfortable. Been there. You know, it, it's something that, uh, you know, I think a lot of people yearn for the good old days, but then it, it's obviously never coming back. So it feels good to converse about it. So I'm just going to go nostalgia in general uh, as my number nine, because it, again, we all we all love to do it. Yeah, that's great. I mean, we that's another thing we've bonded over. Most of these topics, I feel like we've bonded over too. But connecting on like old memories and things like that can be so fun with some people. You really, really get to know uh, who they are as a person through those conversations. Yeah, I mean, man, when I first met my wife, like her parents were showing, like, and it's, it's nostalgic in a way, but they were showing me like old vacation videos, and my mom was showing her like baby videos of me. Uh, and old vacation videos and stuff, and like that, just it, it's just it's just fun to talk about. We all like to look yeah. at, you know, um, we all love to look back at that stuff. So, yeah, very good. All right, love your number eight, my friend. My number eight. Uh, I'm gonna go in this spot with pets or animals in general. Uh, I absolutely am someone who uh, loves my pets. Loves all the pets I've had in the past. And I've always had a love for animals in general. I absolutely love, uh, you know, being at the zoo or going to learn about new animals that I maybe didn't know existed, like new species or like different things like that. But uh, I feel like this is a common area with a lot of people. A lot of people either have like a pet that they adore or they have a love for animal. Look, who doesn't have a favorite animal? If you don't have a favorite animal, there's something absolutely wrong with you because there are so many on the planet and there's so many unique ones too that everybody has some kind of connection to or relation to in some way. And you can also really tell what people are passionate about as far as animal, you get to kind of see them lower their guard because yeah. people like kind of get, you know, happy when they talk about that. So you really get to see their authentic self when you do that and seeing people talk about their pets specifically too, you really get to see who a person is by how they talk about their animals and how they treat their animals too. Um, so that's why animals come in at my number eight. That's a great, that's a great point. That last one you made about seeing how and who, People are, you know, with their animals. Uh, yeah, dude, pets is another is another great one uh, to have. No doubt. I was just getting. I had a massage appointment last Thursday before the draft, and and uh, me and uh, the massage therapist talked for forty five minutes about our dogs, and like it, it's great. It made the time go by, you know, uh, fine. There was no awkward silence, and you get to talk about things that make us happy, right? Our pets make us happy, right, Prince? You sleep and you don't care. Yeah. Um, Ellie's looking at me from the door. She don't care either. Hey, buddy. Hi. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you, you just ate, so he's all sleepy. Um, but yeah, they they. That's a great one too. Um, always, always, always. 
uh, talking about pets, you know, oh, what kind of dog you have? What kind of cat you have? Oh, you have a lizard, you know, this is it, and stuff like that. So, um, beautiful choice, beautiful choice. You're really, you're killing it on this list. <laughs> Thank you. You are too. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> um, all right. This is eight, right? I think. Yes. Yes. Okay. My next one, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Pokemon. I mean, very specific, but I'm going to go first gen uh, Pokemon. All right. So we all grew up in that they, the, the great era of Pokemon. It's obviously still going um, to this day, but man, do I get excited when I see somebody with a Pokemon shirt on, especially again from that first generation that I loved and adored. Um, think about it. This is, uh, oh God, seven years ago, six, seven years ago when people were bonding over Pokemon Go. Remember those what days? Time. What a that time. That was an amazing Every, time. Everybody was just happy and delighted. I'm pretty sure it was 2015. So eight years ago, people were bonding over it. Um <laughs> <laughs> and and listen, Pokemon was great. I love to go up to and have a conversation with about that first gen, and uh, and you know, be like, who's your starter? You know, who's your, who's your starter? Who's your starter choice? Or who's your top six? Who would you have if you actually um, did it? And listen, Pokemon's been bringing people together for years and years. But for me, my generation, it was hooking up Game Boys. Um, it was playing Pokemon Stadium. It was trading cards. What a time to be alive with like with with all that going on with your friends with with cousins, um, you know the, just the toys and everything. I really have you know built a lot of strong relationships and even to this day. You know here I am, uh, gross. Twenty three years later, after I kind of like fizzled out of it originally, mm-hmm. um. And I still bond with people over it. We did a Pokemon list. Uh, you know, I did. Or no. Yes, we did. Um, yeah. I did many, many, many moons ago. I think it was our season two kickoffs. But, you know, I still chatting about it. And I get excited when I see old Pokemon toys and, and artwork and, and whatnot. The studio has an old Pokedex, which I used to have as a kid. And some of the old toys that I had as a kid. And that damn that Burger King poster that I had as a kid. Uh, and it's a nice conversation piece. So Pokemon, especially the first generation, is uh, is a universal language for me. Other than that, I can't I can't talk to you. You know, after two a little bit, but after that, I I got nothing. Yeah, I I have a hard time keeping up nowadays too. Uh, but especially that first generation, like you said, it really defined uh, a, a lot for us. So there there's a lot you can really strike up with a person and go through with them. Like you said, that summer of Pokemon Go was the one of the most peaceful summers ever. And it was so good. So yeah, I good. mean, we would go out, we would go down to the falls and it was packed. You go down, we'd, I think we walked down like Elmwood. Like I drove out to Elmwood and, and met up with a couple friends and, and we did that. Like that's, that's a universal language right there. That was an extra reason to just hang out with people. We got Pokemon yes. Go. So, oh, so great. I miss it. I miss, I miss that. uh, I just, I just miss that time. I do. Mm. Yeah, I agree. uh, Um, Number seven, buddy. My number seven, I'm going to go with one that may not 
be as common for a lot of people, but I do uh, really enjoy talking about it. And again, this is something like Pokemon where your choice in this kind of makes me get defined on how I know you as a person. And it gives me a good first impression. And that is superheroes. And particularly like what your favorite superhero would be comic books. I can definitely bond with people over, which, you know, I absolutely uh, can talk for hours with anybody about certain things uh, that relate to it. But when you tell me who your favorite superhero is in general, because most people do have a favorite. And if you don't have a favorite, you have a lit at least a little bit of a lean that you could go with. Right. Um, or you're but, aware or you're aware of who they are. A hundred percent aware. hundred percent. Um, but it, it's, it's fantastic to like really be able to bond some with someone over this, especially nowadays, because there's such a mainstream light on it that there's even more choices for like the common audience to choose from mm-hmm. that um, us people who have read comic books for years and years are really familiar with. But now it's cool to see people get excited over that kind of stuff too, like finding out what we already know and have known for a long time. And in this world, you can't really escape. Uh, you can't really escape the, the topic of it. So superheroes comes in at my number seven. Ironically enough, my friend, that comes in at number seven for myself. Uh, Perfect. I, I grew up on it. You know, obviously, I lean more towards the Marvel side, but I can have a conversation with anybody about comic book characters. You know, some of my early bonding with my dad was over superheroes. My cousin was superheroes. My uncle was superheroes. Friends at school were superheroes, right? Those early years when you're not quite sure if, you know, if people like the same stuff as you. Right. When you're first going to school and, it, uh, you know, you're like and you hear that somebody likes Spider-Man, it's like one of the coolest things or somebody likes Batman. You strike up a friendship over it. Yep. Uh, and and I mean, yeah, I, I would just I mean, just comic book culture in general, the movies and and you, you brought up a good point that it's it's more relevant now because the movies are happening and they're making tons of money and people who never read comic books in their life are going to watch them and they're enjoying them so you can converse with people about them uh so i i just adore uh what comic books have meant to me as a universal language you know i can't tell you how many times you know we're we're walking around and like i'll i I remember this happening to me as a kid but you you're wearing like a, a, a a superhero shirt and somebody compliments you on it. And I'll see like down in Nashville or Gatlinburg um, in Tennessee. I seen a kid. He had a sweet Spider-Man. It was, uh, it, it was the, oh God, the Iron Spider one from Infinity War. He had it as a costume Dope. just or pajamas or something. Just wearing it. I'm like, hey, Spider-Man, you know, go Spider-Man or something like that. And I gave him a fist bump and he was just, it just, it made his day. Uh you know, just just little things like that. But I get really excited because, you know, I, there's a lot of people who just love superheroes. And um, <laughs> Dan's getting trashed in the, in the, in the studio. Thread. I know I'm getting good. <laughs> God, you leave one power strip on and you admit to it like a good person. And this is what you get. Nobody else would admit to it, but you did. And your job's ready to just Sorry, tear you down. You. <laughs> but yes, I am in the same boat as you. Superheroes, comic book culture. 
um, in general, it's, 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 it's great. I, I mean, I, I loved once the MCU, once superhero movies became more, you know, prominent, Hey, you know, let's, let's go see this movie. Let's go see the new Batman together. Let's go see uh, that Daredevil movie. I'm sure it's going to be great. Let's go see, you know, it, <laughs> Oh yeah. Holly Berry it looks good in but... leather. Let's go see Catwoman. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. it's going to be worth our money. Um, so yeah. So superheroes, I am in agreement with you is my number seven. Excellent. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, I feel like some of these ones coming up, we're absolutely going to like kind of be on the same page for some of them. I'm sure. Uh, my number six, again, another kind of obscure one that's with certain audiences, but I feel like they've been around enough where every generation can at least talk about them a little bit, and that's video games. We have you and I again. I see you smiling, and I know this is on your list too. Somewhere, it's the same number too. Yeah. Same number. Oh my god. Okay, so we can absolutely talk about this because this is something you and I have bonded over, bonded over quite a bit while we've been together with each other. The second episode you produced of my show ever, I had Cheese Man and Dave on, and you immediately struck up tons of conversation with them too because they're both gamers. And we all have like some of the same interests and, you know, you can bond. The reason I love video games as, uh, as a subject is you can bond over totally different genres of video games together. There, there are tons of different flavors of them. You can choose whether it's like story based or shooter or tons of things like that. You can relate to, to people on, some kind of level about everything cheese man is a retro gamer you love retro games and you love uh playing that so you bonded with him immediately yep. over that you've given me suggestions on games to play in the past where i've been like ah, oh, that sounds cool and you know if i get a, an updated system then you know i'll definitely be playing this in the future and you know on that token i've been playing resident evil 7 because you've been such a big fan of that franchise and i took that recommendation was like okay this this would definitely be something i would be into and hit the ground running with that um again cheese man and i have bonded over tons of video games for years my brother and i have always bonded over video games you can strike up conversations with anybody even you know older gamers with you know coming from asteroids and then going through atari and getting uh, everybody can relate in some way shape so many generations of video game players i think that's the most important thing especially at this stage of um uh depends on this stage of uh, or sorry i got really confused by a message in the group chat uh it 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 depends on whatever whatever age that you know someone you're talking to uh you know going all the way back to atari the old arcades and what what current gen stuff is now i actually i i brought this up because i was i had a few specific games i'm like "Ah, i just lump it into one one category of few games uh, was at uh, your Frankenstein play and your buddy that wasn't Steve. I keep forgetting his name. Cosmo. Cosmo. He brought up Manhunt and Resident Evil. And I was just like, my jaw dropped. I think it was more so Manhunt. We talked Resident Evil 4, but he said Manhunt. And I'm like, wait a second. All right, hold up. And we had a conversation that went into like the first few minutes, like the second act. 
I was so excited to talk with him about it. Video games are the ultimate, one of the ultimate, uh, just just universal languages. I love throwing video game nights because it's personal, right? You have personal interactions. I don't care for the online stuff, but for some people who do, that's a universal language. They bond over over the inter- online gaming. I love seeing stories of people who've never met somebody that they've online gamed with for a decade. And then they finally meet up and it's one of the coolest things to see. Um, for me, I, I love hosting these video game nights where people who don't know who the hell they, you know, each other are, they sit around a video game and play. That was a big part of arcade culture back in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Let's go play a few rounds of mortal Kombat, or you'd be at a, at a, at like a, not like Contra, but one of those like ones with the machine guns, you know, and then somebody oh, comes up, yeah, yeah. They, they come up and, and help you. They throw in some quarters and you bond over that and you introduce yourself over that. Uh, you know, there, there's so many layers to it. You know what the genres, the games, the franchise, the, 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 the franchises, the consoles and, and so much more. And video games are really, really good. I, you know, I, I think, um, I'm glad that my, you know, my parents used to limit like our game time and stuff, but I'm, I'm glad like I, I, I still, and I, I find myself busy too, but I find it just so cool um, to make time for video game playing with people. Um, I, you know, this Oculus thing is really neat. I, I do got to say this. I might've said this on here, but I had, uh, there's an NFL game on there and uh my one of my friends from Baltimore and one of my friends who live in Texas are all on it. They all have this game. It's NFL Pro Era, and there's a mode where you can do online, like a like a lobby in a sense. And I got to play catch with my friends from other states. Like you legit pick up a football and throw it, and you catch it. And I was like, "This is this is great. This is great." Um, but yeah, whether it's people you know, people you don't know, video games are so great. I used to get excited as a kid. Final Fantasy was a big franchise for me. I'm like, I think I feel like a weirdo because I feel like I'm the only person who plays it. And then you meet that one person who plays it, and you just you get to chatting. I made a lot of good friends talking about old PS1 era Final Fantasy games. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I mean I can go on the list is forever. Um but yeah, nothing beats it, man. Nothing beats bonding over video games. So that's uh, why it's so easy to talk about. Look at what we just gotten a whole thing about it because it's so easy. To get I know into. that was probably our longest dialogue of this episode, uh, which is not too shabby. So I'm excited for my birthday gathering. Really excited to see, you know, Me see too. and play video games with other people. Um, it's going to be good. It's going to be a good time. I'm I'm stoked. I so can't wait. It's Oh, I can't wait. Uh, it'll be here fast, but all right, we are on to our, we're on to our top five now. Yes, Damn. we are. What do you got for your number five? My number five, I'm going to put uh, family at my number five because everybody has some kind of family of some sort. And it's something that means a, a whole lot to me. Um, I know this is probably going to be in, in some way or shape or form included with you two. Um, but you and I are both people that have a lot of love for the people around us and the people that have made our lives better over the years. And uh, I love to hear 
about the important people in other people's lives, whether it be your parents, whether it be a grandparent that maybe raised you, an aunt or an uncle who was important. Um, we've had conversations a bunch about our cousins and how much our cousins have like meant to us in a lot of ways. Yes. We both have brothers and, and brothers are a big thing within our lives. Um, it, you get a nice feel for somebody based on how they talk about their family, um, who they have as their influences in their lives and uh how they talk about the most respected person in their lives too everybody has like you know the their mom or their the one aunt you don't disrespect or the grandmother you you don't say anything bad about ever there's somebody that like you would fight for in in an absolute heartbeat and they're the, more than anything, they're the most important people in our lives. And I think that's one of the best ways to gauge somebody is through seeing who the important people in your lives are. So family comes in at my number five. Family is the most important thing. And I, I, I think that's great. I, I, I really do. Um, yeah. I mean, hearing those stories about people, you can also, you know, it, it's fun meeting people's families too. Uh, it is because you guys see where their traits come from, but you know, their personalities come from, but yeah, there's always, always a good conversation about family. Um, kind of goes back to the nostalgia one for me, I guess a little bit. It kind of ties into that, but, uh, but yeah, you know, it was just saying, Oh yeah, I, I love, you know, conversation with, with friends in high school and telling them, you know, talking about our families and telling them that my dad played video games and like, what really your dad plays video games. Yeah. It's cool, and uh, it, it, it's pretty unique, and um, and that's something I've you know had to uh, you know to, that's another great bond. So yeah, nothing beats family, and conversing about family is tremendous. Yeah, thank you, appreciate that. Of course, um, my number five. I'm gonna go. Uh, this is kind of my link to travel, but I'm gonna go Disney World on this one. Uh, Disney World, I, I, although I haven't been there in a very, very, very long time, unfortunately, uh, Disney World is something that, you know, I, I think a lot of people, uh, many people have been to, uh, you know, and it's cool to converse with them. You get regulars, you know, who who report back to you about what's new at the park. Um, you can talk about, you know, at the various parks, you talk about, you know, what, what was, you know, what we did a whole episode. You sat in on it, but the best aspects of Disney world, I really, really do enjoy Disney world. Um, you know, and traveling down there and feeling the magic, I guess it's got, it's just, there's something special about it. There's not too many theme parks that their name just instills like good feelings and happiness and optimism quite like Disney, you know, universal is great. Sea world. Uh, questionable but also not terrible uh legoland lots of fun cedar point dollywood all these theme parks all over the world um you know really cool but nothing quite strikes a chord uh in a good way like like disney um love pulling out the old photo albums love talking about the rides you know we when you find out that somebody went around the same time as you like years later, like I, I, my first visit was in 1997 and the whole Cinderella's castle was dolled up in candy. And I talked to people who went there maybe a handful of times and uh, 
that was one of their earliest memories too. So it's like, wow, we were in the same vicinity at that time. That's crazy. Uh, so really cool. So Disney World would come in at my number five. That's so cool to find out about like those those specific things with people like, wait, you were there too when that happened? Oh yeah. Um I I met a friend in college who was um I don't know if you remember in 2010 uh there was a failed bombing at Times Square uh that was, I likely like, remember was, that. Yeah. So somebody had like attempted to like make a car bomb and it like somebody had like noticed it or whatever and it ended up failing like nothing ended up happening but uh i was there in times square when the, when that was going on and i met a friend who was from syracuse that was in times square at exactly like the same time when that stuff happened and it was so weird to like hear that like oh sh-, like you were there too for that because it was such a unique experience um that's but yeah, fi- finding out those same place, same time moments are are so cool. And Disney's so good for that. I can't wait to experience all the things you guys like talk about when it comes to Disney at some point in my life. I know. I can't wait for you to have that experience, my friend. It's gonna be yeah. uh it's it's gonna be good. It's gonna be really well good. worth the wait for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. All right, bud. We are on to our top four. What do you have for number four? Top four. This is where I'm gonna put movies at my number four. Because uh again. This is a very broad general one that everybody can relate to in some way, shape, or form. Everybody has watched at least one movie in their lifetime. Everybody has a favorite movie. There's something, even if so many people have seen it and you're like, oh, this seems so popular, you can bond over it because of the love. We've talked about movies so many times on this. Um, I talk about my love of the movie Encanto right now. I bond with so many kids at my school over that. Like that's a talking point all the time. Uh, In fact, my uh, friend's daughter uh, thinks about it or not. It thinks about, but associates my wife with the lead character from Encanto. Like whenever she sees a picture of her, she's like, Oh, Mirabelle, that's Mirabelle. So like she always, it's, it's, that kind of a language where even someone really little can see something and kind of relate it to those things. Kids, little kids relate to movies all the time that they yes. can see through um, Disney or anything else. All those Pixar films have become so important to uh, upbringings for certain things. So it's very easy to relate uh, to people when it comes to movies or genres of movies and uh, it, that leads to conversations about actors, actresses, things like that, too. So it's such a great, great talking point. And that's why it comes in at my number four. Yeah. Uh, it, honestly, what was like back in high school or middle school or whenever you started dating, what was like probably one of the most common ways to initiate or strike up a date? Oh, like, going to the movies going or the some movies. kind of like, yep, like hitting the rom-com. It was, it was always yeah. such an easy move. It was. It was. People love to sit and watch a movie together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, when I, when I had my whole incident with the next in 2015, I went on many, many, many dates with people, um, with girls. And I watched it. We watched movies together. I actually hate fast and furious five because i had seen it three times with three different girls that i was trying to go on a date with um i hate iron man three i don't hate it but 
it's not the best one, but I seen it twice in movie theaters. Uh, too much. Too different. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. And I had to pretend like I was surprised when stuff would happen. <laughs> Cause I was just, I was just playing the field. You know, I just, I was trying to get my groove back. And uh, I and love it. Like, sometimes you got to do that. That's it. That's the move you got to make sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It hurt. Uh, <laughs> I think I got mono uh, right around that time too. So oh, that. God. life was just kicking you with the pants over and over again. Uh, right in the beanbag, man, just repeatedly over and over again. Uh, but I mean, even like, you know, when Avengers came out, when the, when the first Avengers came out and you were bonding with people like, dude, did you see this movie yet? Like, that's such a cool feeling to be able to even, you know, you talked about maybe going to the movies a few times being overkill. But I remember like going to see uh, Avengers with different groups of friends because yes. I was like, I want to see how you yes. react to this. I yes. want to see how you react to that. Like that kind of a stuff. It's that's a great. Uh, those are great memory moments. Yes, absolutely. I uh I, I'll see a movie now with the wife. Like we're going to see Guardians of the Galaxy on Thursday, and I know that I'm going to go again with my my dad and uncle and my mom and my definitely my brother. I see a lot. I used to see a lot of the Marvel movies two or three times, you know, over. And obviously, you can attest to doing that. You just mentioned it. And I know how many times. I know roughly how many times you went. You paid to go see Batman. So, um, yeah. So absolutely. yeah, movies are great, and uh and not just movie theaters. The drive-in. The drive-in, how right? You've experienced that, right? Like, oh, absolutely, love the drive-in movie theater. It's a big, it's a great thing to have around here. I'm glad it's still uh, thriving, um, driving and thriving. There you go. It's a t-shirt. I, uh, I love it. It's that's our next t-shirt. It's our next t-shirt. That is like one of the coolest things. Let's go. Let's go get a group of people together and and sit around. You know, car and 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 drinking beer and. And eating popcorn and pretzels, and go sit out like in the back of a truck and go watch a movie together amongst thousands, like thousands of strangers too, while at it. And you could still build relationships out of that. So, yeah, movies is a excellent choice, buddy. Excellent Thank choice. You, sir. All right, my number four. I'm going to go back to my high school. Uh, some of my experience in high school and a little bit in college and a little bit in my young adult days. Um, High school wrestling, amateur wrestling is one of those really, really cool uh, bonding experiences for myself. Uh, I I have a knack for just telling, like I could tell wh- like who wrestled or not. You can either tell by their ears. They got that uh, cauliflower ear. You could tell by the way they wear their sh- like shorts and hoodies and just the gear. I, I, I used to love going to Disney and seeing people rocking uh their school name and 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 we're wrestling underneath it and you can strike up a conversation with them about it you go to tournaments and you you do it um even as old as i am now like going to work and 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 people here that used to do high school wrestling back in the day and, and you bond over that you start naming names of coaches and people you wrestled with and you it strikes up a whole little conversation you know what weight class did you wrestle for Stuff like that, like, um, because Steve said, I remember Steve wrestled, and that was a conversation that we had on uh, on YAO, and mm-hmm. you know I've talked with other people about about 
high school wrestling. And this is like, man, how, how good it was for us, you know, in the best shapes of our lives, how much it meant to us. And, uh, you know, it was, it was my personality for a while. It was like, that's what defined me was high school wrestling. It's all I had. So all my friends did it. I met people on the team who did it. You meet people from other teams. You go to these, these big national tournaments, you meet people from all across the world and country, um, who do it. I mean, I've, had really great match. I had a really great match. I went to nationals my junior year and, um, and wrestled this kid to triple overtime. He was from Alabama. We had a killer match and we got done and there was no animosity. No, no, nothing. We just gave each other a big hug and like, dude, great match, like just sportsmanship stuff. And that's what I love. Um, so amateur wrestling is a big one for me that I've been able to connect uh, with many people. I, I like too that. Like I have a, uh, a younger cousin and a second cousin, I guess, technically that do it. And they're like, they're always asking me for pointers and it's such a good feeling, you know, and I, I don't get to converse with them normally under normal circumstances, but man, that, that we have, I can connect with, with younger family members over, over high school wrestling. That means a lot to me. So that is my number four. I love that. And being around or just seeing some of the wrestling community from uh, watching MMA so much over the years, yeah, it seems like everybody really knows each other, and it's a very kind of tight-knit community. Like, everybody has watched everybody else at some point or another. Absolutely. Absolutely has. Um, it is – it's really cool. I mean, especially – I think, too, I, I guess philosophically, wrestling's never been portrayed as this great – like big sport. It's never been on the level of baseball, basketball, football, hockey, not even close. We've kind of always had a fight for respect. Like wrestlers did. I think that's like, that's what that bond is, is like, even in high school, like we would do really, really good, you know, and, but basketball team overshadowed everything we accomplished, every single thing we accomplished basketball overshadowed it. Um, and wrestlers do that in general. I, you know, I think we talked last week about how like Ben Askren tried to get like, like that style of wrestling popularized mm-hmm. uh, because and just get add hype to it. You know, they're doing matches in Times Square and other places because it's just it's just what we are. We always we wrestlers, you know, they 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 like the admiration. But if my coach used to say to everybody on the first day of wrestling practice. If you're if you're wrestling to get girls, uh, you're in the wrong sport or you're here for the wrong reasons. And it was it was true. It was true. And wrestling matches were not the most popular thing to attend. Uh, that is for damn sure. So um, love wrestling, love my time in it. And it's a great bonding um, experience with with other people from all over. So that is my number four. Well, I'll transition into something similar for my number three, where I have generally sports on here. Sports, I feel like I can absolutely talk anything to anybody about. And I feel like I'm in a point in my life where I've watched enough where I can at least keep a conversation about, you know, most things, you know, barring like maybe rugby or like cricket or some of those obscure ones like that, that people still play. Um, But especially being from like Buffalo and having that sports team connection around here, whether it be the bills or the Sabres or even the Bisons when it comes to like minor league baseball, because you know, I'm a huge baseball guy. 
but I can strike up conversations with everybody over anything for, you know, for a big amount of time when I was growing up, it was the Yankees and there's nothing wrong with that because I could go up to people and be like, Oh, you're a Yankees fan. Oh, they stink. How does it feel that like all, all of your world series wins or half of them come from when there were only like 16 teams in the league, <laughs> you know, really dog them like that and like, and get under their skin. Uh, but I absolutely love uh, bonding with that, especially when I first really started watching the UFC uh, about six or seven years ago. Not a lot of people were really deep into it. No. And Connor was just starting to become like a thing. And he really made the sport popular. But if you could find somebody that you could talk uh, MMA with, like, on a deep level for a while, even to this day, that's such a cool thing to be able to find that, to be able to like talk about all this person and be able to talk about specific fights and specific breakdowns. That's a very rare thing. Um, and I love finding those moments, whether it be any sport that people talk about, it's great to strike up conversation either, even just to find out about teams. Like sometimes I'll see a team that I, admittedly, I don't know a ton about so I'll start talking to them about how's this team doing this year? And like, it, it could be eh, great and eh, not great. We need to make a few moves, but I feel like I learn a lot about it too. Uh, so that's why I love sports and that's why it comes in at my number three. Absolutely. I mean, you and I are close, but you and I really also connected this year over fantasy sports, right? Help, you know, you ask me for pointers in the draft and, and I was so, it was so fun for me to like, to, to just converse that with you. I've, like I felt like I was legit. I don't get to teach people about stuff. Uh, not that I'm saying it like an egotistical way, but it was just like it was refreshing for me. No, a hundred percent. And I needed that. I needed those pointers and I needed that help. So I was so happy that I was able to get that. And I feel like I learned a ton last year learning from you. You're gonna have to do our studio league this year, then. Ooh, yes. If, you, if that's an official invite, then yes, absolutely. Yes, I'm in. of course. I was ready to quit fantasy football at the end of last year but i'm i'm ready i'm back oh dude i'm doing fantasy baseball right now because like now that i was like huh i do football this is this is going to be similar god it sucks it's so it's it's painful i my pitching rotation is in shambles all these people are like leaving half the dodgers just had kids all in the same week like what the <laughs> hell were they doing on all-star break that this happened but like geez man Man, it's it's different ebbs and flows. But I'm again, it's something I learned about and I love. So now I'm ready to take on more. I did basketball and base uh, basketball and hockey. And I'm sure it's the same thing. Never again. Never yeah, again. Exactly. Uh, football is the easiest one. Couple days of the week, but it's one game per week and it's not too crazy. So it is the best. Yep. All right. My number three is uh is I'm actually surprised I made it up this high, but it's fair. Uh pro wrestling. Pro Ow. wrestling is where I put this one up. Uh I think it goes to like comic book characters where everybody knows like about wrestling and there's always gonna be people who are like, oh, it's fake. And then there's people who used to watch it and you're like, oh, remember that one time Stone Cold in the beer truck? And and there's people who currently watch it. I can't so much relate to those, but I kind of follow it. Uh, and then there's people who 
did it that you get to meet. And it's really, really cool. Um, pro wrestling is one of those just fun things where there's there's just so, such magic behind it, I guess. There's you know politics and and a lot of stuff like that but there, there's that there's that magic like we everybody's watched it once in their life i feel you know everybody's watched it you know we could talk about it we could watch highlight videos bond over pro wrestling uh video games and and toys and, and all that stuff you see somebody with like a t-shirt i used to love this you see somebody with a t-shirt and it's got your favorite wrestler on it and you'd be like, hey, nice shirt. I used to love, I used to know, I used to know uh, and, and love when WWE came to town, right? At high school the next day or middle school and everybody was wearing their shirts. You're like, yeah, they were at the show and you strike up a conversation about it. Um, you know, wearing those shirts was like a reflection of who you liked, their personality and, and stuff like it was just it was so neat. And I used, you know, everybody did backyard wrestling. Like how many people did you meet doing backyard wrestling? I, oh I don't God, know if I'm spoiling so one of your picks, but I'm sure no, you met a lot. You're not. I met I met a ton of people through that. And even like before I knew Kevin personally and stuff, he recognized me from high school because I was always wearing wrestling shirts and he yeah. noticed that. So like those things really do make a difference and really form those connections. He's one of my best friends now and has been for life. Absolutely. You know, I, I bond with a lot of great people over backyard wrestling. I, um, I have a few really, really good friends through pro wrestling. Honestly, Dan, if I didn't do pro wrestling, I don't know if I would have ever met you. Yeah, I don't know either. You know, universal language, that's what it's all about. And uh, pro wrestling is just so much fun. Uh, again, just so many great fans, uh, so many so many people to, uh, you know, chat with. Even my dad, he didn't love it, but it was like this. He still, like, knew and enjoyed it and appreciated it, you know, what it was. And we used to connect with that. So um, pro wrestling is my number three. Excellent. Yeah, that's something I can bond with anybody over too. That's it's a really, really beautiful thing. And uh, it, it, the fact that we know so many people who are involved in the industry gives us an, a whole nother perspective on it because we see behind the curtain. And I think that's a cool I think that's a cool perspective to have. I'm very fortunate it. for that experience. Absolutely. G- gift and a curse for sure. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Yes, but um, but it's a it's a good thing. I really do like that. Um. Excellent. Uh, that's a great, great pick. Thank you, buddy. Uh, um, top two, right? Top two, yeah. So my number two is another kind of general one, but again, it's something that I love more than anything and I could talk to anybody about, and that is music. I absolutely love music, and I love different bands. I've always, since I was little, loved dif- loved listening to different genres of things. So I've never been stuck to like one niche category of music. So I really get a good feel on people based on what artists they listen to, um, how they like to unwind, how it, uh, how different music affects them and like what pumps them up. You know, we have a, a bond over certain music because it was in the SmackDown versus raw video games and things like that. So you learn the memories and the niches people uh, go to based on certain songs they like, right? If if I hear you listening to Breaking Benjamin, I assume that you watch pro wrestling at some point, at least once in your entire life. Uh, 
it's it's a really really amazing thing when you people hear the uh the uh Tarzan soundtrack from by Phil Collins that's yes. such a relatable like topical thing that people can use it music bonds everybody you see uh, you go to a concert and you see thousands of people that you don't know that are here to see this one person because they wrote a song that changed their entire life mm-hmm. and how freaking cool is that how cool is that? That's an amazing, amazing thing. Um, I really don't know if I need to go into it any more than that. But I've met some of my favorite pe- uh, people in life through music. Me and my wife have bonded over and over again through music and music-related things. And I'm so thankful that it's in our world because I don't know how I would live without it. So music comes in as my number two. Music is a really good one. I feel like there's like these these universal universal languages, music, art, food, uh, stuff like that. Those are all like those really important ones. And music is 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 great because they all kind of involve the same thing, similar instruments, you know, similar. I don't know how to describe it, but but. But yeah, and it's it's cool because it's so regionalized, and and stuff has been influenced by other regions. You know, like their their taste in music. It's 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 really cool. Music is such a great language, um, for people, and I really, like, yeah, I'll listen to anything if it hits. If it's really good, I will listen to it. I, I it doesn't matter what the vocals sound like; it's what the instrumentals sound like to me, and. And yeah, you, you get excited when when you meet somebody who who heard of this band or listens to this band or group or that that and they're not super popular. They're kind of low, you know, a little low key. But you know, that's that's a great connection right there. So music is an absolutely great one, um, and I'm glad and not surprised that I actually made it on your list. Yeah, thank you. All right, I love you. Have a great audition. I'll see you Good. in a little bit. Bye. <laughs> Matt says bye. <laughs> All right. She has an audition she's going to. So oh, good happy. for her. Good luck. Of course, of course. Uh, my number two, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Star Wars. I'm going to go with oh, Star nice. Wars. Uh, it's general, you know, just a, just a, that's that. Um, Star Wars has been one of the most important fictional entities in my entire life. Uh, I gravitated towards it as a kid. Uh, also, I think this up, we're going to drop this episode the, on May the 4th or a day after May the 4th. So happy May the 4th to you all. Uh, but Star Wars has been just so cool. You know, that was the first like movie phenomenon that I was ever a part of where packed theaters, going to see it mu- multiple times, the lightsabers, the costumes, the toys, the video games so much like it was insane so many video games so many video so games. many good video games it very good video games it is insane i probably have like 10 star wars games on my nintendo switch right now um it's a lot it's a lot but like man even to the and there's so many different generations right here my dad my dad went you know that famous Chinese theater to see the original Star Wars all the way out in California oh, back so in 1977. Cool. Like, how cool is that? Everybody, t- you know, talks about that place. That's a cool bonding experience. Um, you know, th- there's just general. There's fifty 
50 years, right? 77, almost 50 years, or maybe a little bit. Yeah. I think it is 50 years. Mm-hmm. We've been through this recently. Uh, that seems about right. Of right, I think 2017 would be 50 years technically 77 mm-hmm. to 87, 87 to 97. Yeah, whatever. Um, of Star Wars fans who have seen everything, and every time something new comes out, like ah, oh, this isn't this isn't my Star Wars anymore. I know I was like that for a little bit, <laughs> you know, but I keep coming back to it, and here I am, you know. I was four or five years old when I first seen Star Wars almost 32 now um that's a lot of lifetime to be a star wars fan i bought i've bought in so much stuff and you know with 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 the books i've re-gotten into the books and just everything's in star wars is at its absolute peak right now you know we may not be getting movies and stuff but the lore around it the comic books and all that stuff it's it's playing a massive part and uh, i'm happy to be a part of that i get excited when i see somebody with a star wars shirt you can ask anybody who their favorite character is and and their favorite movie and it's 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 a really neat conversation. Me and uh, my uh, an uncle that married into the family within the last I don't know fifteen years, we bonded over Star Wars. He is an absolute dork. We like in in a good way. We actually did a Star Wars episode. Um, we we ranked the Star Wars movies, and he had uh, he told me about all the collecting he used to do. Um, we had the the Hasbro lightsabers where we we battled one time. Uh, I let him borrow my PS4 just so we could play the the, the one of the newer Star Wars games. Oh, so cool. we bonded over that stuff, uh, and and you can bond with just about anybody um, about it. So Star Wars is my number two universal language. I love it, and that makes sense absolutely for you too, because um, it, it's been a, a over generation like it spanned generations of being around which is such a rare thing for a franchise it, it shares similarities with like batman in a lot of senses where batman has been there's been like actual media since like the 60s yeah. of it and you could like carry it through over and over again and it's like different flavors of things but even you know it's so freaking relevant all the time my brother uh on the podcast yesterday oh uh, the, uh, my brother on the podcast yesterday was just talking about, um, the new one that came out. What, what is it called? The, um, uh, the something about like rise of the Knights or like some Jedi last return of the something night. Do you know what I'm talking about at all? I'm trying to think, was it a video game? It's a video game that just came out recently. Oh, it was Jedi. It was a Jedi Fallen something. Something. It was, it, the previous game was Jedi Fallen Order, um, but they did yeah, just release did. a new one. It was really, really good. I'm, I'm going to talk about this real quick because we, because I also Jedi Survivor. Yes, Jedi Survivor is. is the name of the game. He said that it's like the best lightsaber combat he's ever seen in his entire life. He said it's so good. And he's played through a bunch of Star Wars things. So for him to say that is like a really huge thing. They just keep the point being with that. They just keep getting their content better and better and better. So it's impossible not to fall into stuff like that. Yeah, like really it is. Honestly, like a couple years ago, I probably would have flip flop comic books in this, but it's killing it right now. It's done so well the last couple of years, and I I hope it keeps going. I really do. Uh, I mean, again, I used to read the books like crazy. I stopped for a long time. I recently have really gotten to the books again. So 
Uh, I am all about this. I want more. So keep it coming. And yeah, Star Wars, great universal language. Love it. Um, Number one. I kind of have a feeling that you and I have the same number one. You think? I'm not sure. But it, it it all kind of depends. I'm not sure, but I it's general for mine. And I don't don't know if it's general for yours. And I might be just totally wrong. Huh. My number one for our list today is food. It is not actually. Oh wow. That That's was a great I was one. Gonna... It's a I that was that would be an honorable mention. It, I had a I had to maneuver some things around, but food is a great one. Just, just based on conversations we've had in the past about like, you know, best pizza places and like different things like that. I kind of thought in in my head that that might be a thing that we relate on. No, but that is my number one. Food is something I could talk about with anybody at any point of any day. I absolutely love food. I love different foods. I love trying different places. So to get uh suggestions for things too on top of like talking about what your favorites or certain things are is such an awesome thing i met somebody recently who's not from buffalo uh and they go to a local university and they were just uh asking me about some of the best chicken wing places around here to get because they said they've been getting going to a couple but you know they haven't had the full experience yet so you know i gave her the typical advice of typical places that you would want wings from like good wings don't deliver and you have to actually go there and you're probably gonna go to a place with four beers on tap that doesn't have a ton of light in the building but they're gonna have the best damn wings you've ever had in your life because that's the type of places buffalo is known for uh but when i was in africa the the food we ate like food is such a big thing over there i know that kind of sounds like it might be an oxymoron because of the picture people have of Africa. But when you're in Rwanda, it's it's uh, seen as disrespectful if you don't take seconds of food. Right. So it's it, that's another big thing in their culture is food. Every city in America, every uh, country has something that they're known for food-wise. Like there is a food that – uh, attracts people and brings people to the area. And it really is the universal language is eating and uh, getting all these different opinions on different foods. So my number one is food. That is a great one. Uh, especially living here in Buffalo too, you, you see that so commonly. People asking, oh, what's your favorite spot to go get chicken wings? I, you know, I, I've gone out to lunch and dinner with so many people over chicken wings, so many people, it's crazy. Pizza. Oh, where do you think the best pizza slices around here? Oh, I think it's this place. No, I think it's this place. Um, gatherings, food, get you know, gatherings. We just did a draft party, you know, on Thursday and got pizza and we all shared and ate pizza and bonded over it. People who didn't know each other. Where's this from? Oh, it's from Brando's. Wow. It's really good. Yeah. You got to try it. You know, you got to get it sometime. Uh, food is great. And we live in a great area where food's a bond, a bond, but you know, like I said, just like music, just like art, food is one of those things that, you know, everybody's kind of got to eat and everybody has their own special way of doing things, uh, culturally. So, um, food is, is well-deserved of a number one, well-deserved my friend. Thank you, sir. Solid list. Solid list. I'm excited to hear what your number one is. You probably could guess it. Well, maybe not. Uh, mine is football. 
There Minus football. I yeah. should have known that. I should have <laughs> known. Minus football. I have a really, really cool story uh, that I think I promised last week. So, oh, you did. Yes. This is uh, the one I was going to ask you about at the beginning, I think. So, yes, sir. So I was on a cruise last January, not this not January of 2022. Um, so we're sailing the Caribbean and we got off at a place. Uh, I can't remember the stop. But I was like, you know what? I'm feeling footballish today. I'm going to wear a football jersey. And I wore my Colts Phillip Rivers jersey. I, we were walking, we'd probably been around, you know, a couple hours and I seen somebody who happens to have a, a Chargers Phillip Rivers jersey. I was like, wow, no way. So we, we struck up a conversation talking about the Chargers and the Colts and Phillip Rivers and all this stuff. And then I asked him, hey, where are you from? He's from Western New York. No way. Yep. He's from Lackawanna, but I think he currently lives in North Tonawanda. He wasn't, he wasn't on our cruise ship. He was on a different cruise ship. They happened to be stopping right in that spot, that spot the same day we were. A bond instantaneously, a universal language. All right. We're going to get back on the boat. There's Miami Dolphins fans and there's, there's Kansas City Chiefs fans, and we're talking football, people who I'll never, ever again see in my life that lived on this island talking about football, talking about our respective teams, and having good, wholesome conversations. They had a lot of bad, one-sided, just negative conversations about football, but I've had some really, really great ones too. Living in Buffalo, Dan, you're a Bills fan. What's a signature mm-hmm. way to say hello to somebody you've never met before in Buffalo? Hey, or go Bills. That's a or nice go Bills. Up. But either right. either, either of those or. is is a, a universally recognized language in Buffalo. Uh huh. It sure is. It's not the only sport that's plays around here either. But Bills are bigger than everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get excited when I go and I see people in Colts stuff. All right, Colts gear around here. I say go Colts. You know, it's a fun little bond. I was in New York City seeing a Yankees game, and I had a Colts hat on. And somebody yelled from another side of the the, the annex, go Colts. And I was like, yeah. All right. Or the first time I went to Lucas Oil Stadium and got to see fellow Colts fans. And I was just like, you know, what's up? Like, this, there's more of me out there. Like, there's obviously, I knew that. But just to be immersed in that. And I'm sure it's like that for everybody. That's it. That's how it feels as a Mets fan, especially like I can relate to you being a Colts fan in Bill's land because I'm in New York where you think being a Mets fan would be acceptable. But for some reason, you are looked at as so second class because you are a Met fan and not a Yankee fan. It's unbelievable. So anytime I see someone with Mets gear, it's always let's go Mets. Like yes. every time it's just like a symbol of. You're out there. I'm out there. I know you're out there. So um, even recently, the the um, the same people I had met wh- that we were talking about the wings about, yes. uh, one of them was from Long Island. And I asked if uh, he's a baseball fan. And he was like, no, nah, not really. He goes, but everybody in Long Island really uh, supports the Mets. And I was like, there you go. That's all I need. <laughs> so, so I totally get what you mean with that, especially uh, with you being a Colts fan up here, it, it creates really cool bonding experiences. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, for sure. And it, 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 again, it goes for everybody, like every fan of every, every NFL team and not just NFL, but for, you know, sports in general, as you mentioned, but yeah, it's, it's cool going to a different stadium and just, just meeting and just sitting and chatting with people, you know, it, it's, Oh, it's so cool. Like I said, the last time I went or two times ago, I went to Indianapolis, you know, I got to sit next to, um, you know, T Y Hilton's agent, like a sports agent. And we conversed football the entire time. And he was so nice to us and we did it. I, I would have never had that experience if it wasn't for football. So I have football to thank for a lot of friendships, a lot of really strong memories. It's been something that me, my dad, my uncle, my brother, uh, and so many people have bonded over, right? Playing fantasy football or doing doing my football show and, and just having tricking them random conversations with people who aren't football experts that know and love it from all different, you know, all different levels uh, of love. You know, whether they're super in depth or they just generally just watch the games and love it. It's uh, that is what it's all about. So, um, love football, absolutely enjoy it, and it is my number one universal language. That is excellent. That that's such a good pick for you, and very very you. And as a as uh, somebody who supports the Colts, maybe not a fan myself, but somebody who supports the Colts, congratulations on your draft pick this past oh, week, brother. I am so excited. I cannot wait to. I order. I already. I ordered his jersey right after he got drafted. So I'm just you, waiting. You guys yeah. needed that so bad. You guys needed that so bad. And I was I was really hoping he would go to a good team. And that's something I could absolutely get behind is him being a Colt. He is a great kid too. So um so I'm elated um to get to see him play. We're going in September. We're gonna go see the home opener and uh I I I'm gonna get to hopefully see his first game uh played and I I'm I I'm so excited. I really am. So, um, so there it is, everybody. Our top 10 universal language list. That is it. Very nice. Dan gets choice next week. Uh, not sure what he has in store. I'm sure we'll find out, of course. Um, but thank you, Dan, as always, for, uh, yeah. for one, for just being a great co host and, uh, and yeah, just, just, working around my wild schedule as always too so you you do the same for me and i really appreciate that and you know what this is this has been such a good experience for both of us i feel like because we're we have someone we can trust on the other side of this and it makes getting episodes out each week so much easier so much easier and just so much more just yeah not less i mean me doing it before by my own is just less stressful you don't yeah. hunt somebody down. So I thank you for that. Yeah, of course. Anytime. Always here for you, man. Well, listeners, that is it. We thank you as always, you know, for your support, for your listens. Tell a friend. Tell them about our show. Uh, if you got list suggestions, let us know as always. We love and appreciate you all. Until next time, do you even list? Yeah.